Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'es Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 108. I'm going to talk about some of the Shiurim this Rabbi Pemensky has, and I'm going to explain some of it. It's Kedai uh, to listen to, it has wonderful uh, ideas in them. You can listen to his Shiurim directly, that would be great. It's going to give you some of the general Kalalim that he gives. In this one he talks about uh, giving attention and affection and appreciation. He's talking mostly to men right now. On attention, he brings a, a point that part of paying attention is real listening, and it, it includes eye contact, having direct eye contact with your wife as you're talking to her. And um, it's very important to have that eye contact and practice having that eye contact with one another a few minutes each day to get used to it. Another aspect he says that we mentioned last time is to give 20 minutes to your wife when she first comes home. And, you know, ideally, if that's what she expects and that's what you can do, if that's not feasible, then regardless, you find 20 minutes that you both, uh, that you decide is exclusively to her, and you're with her, you listen to her, and you be with her totally, no matter how busy life is. A third aspect that he brings down that's important is that you should take your wife's call at work always and talk to her. And that's the attention aspect of it, which a lot was discussed in the previous year. Um... Then he goes to affection. He gives four tools in the practice of showing affection towards your wife. Number one is affectionate touch. And again, we said this uh, many times before. This affectionate touch is nothing to do with sexuality. It's very different. It's non-sexual, although technically any interaction between a man and a woman, husband and wife, has some sexuality to it regardless but you get the idea of what I mean here. It means that it's, 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 it's a type of affection that's touch-related, that sexuality is not in the forefront, whether it's holding hands, other types of things that shows that you care for each other, a hug, whatever it is. We discussed in the past that someone's triggered easily uh, and there will be an issue with Zara Lavatola, so... He needs discretion, but for others who are used to it and won't do any harm, then it would only be beneficial. And it's important to have those open discussions and you talk to your wife and ask her, ask her what would entail, what type of affection that's non-sexual that your wife would enjoy in a way that she would feel loved and appreciated. Again, this is something that is not all the time. It's on occasion when needed. Um... And you work out between yourselves some type of a, a ritual, some type of a, an agreement with this type of thing, because this could be very, very important in a marriage. It's, a, could be, it's very, very important for many wives to feel this way, to feel that um, non-sexual touch and of holding hands or, or hugging and things like that. And sometimes for a husband, too, he really needs it. I mean, it's a story stereotypical that his mind will always be on sexual aspects if there is a physical contact. But very often, 
they just need from time to time this physical touch as a source of encouragement, as a source of affection to one another. That is very important in many marriages. And uh, it requires discussion, and then it should really um, be practiced. And then, so that's one thing, affectionate touch. Another thing he brings as part of affection is affectionate tone. The tone of affection you have to have all the time. He explains, and this is very true, that men have this thing that they compartmentalize the way they talk very often. So in other words, yes, when they're talking to their wife and it's the time where they should express love, they may be successful in talking affectionately then. But then when he needs to talk to his wife about some type of business-related issue, finance issue, he'll put this like business no-nonsense tone when he talks to her. When they're discussing kids, he'll have a different parenting tone when he talks to her about the children, and so on and so forth. The tone changes based on the subject matter. And with a wife, it's very important to work on talking in an affectionate way, even if you're discussing you're discussing non-affectionate objects. And why is that so? In other words, why is that so important? In other words, you understand the husband, when he wants to show affection to his wife, and you talk affectionately, but when you're talking about the financial aspects of it, or ashkafa aspects, or kid aspects, why is it so important to talk in an affectionate, warm way, even when you're discussing those seemingly non-affectionate type subjects? And the answer is, is generally speaking, women are relationship beings. Because so, because they're relationship beings, every aspect of your communication with her, even if it's about money and business or in-laws or parents or, or the children matters or practicality of household matters, it's about the relationship. And even those subjects need to be talked to with her in a tone of affection and of warmth. And um, you could train yourself to do that, that even though you have to use your mind and use logic in dealing with household matters and all these other life situations that comes up, come up, you could still learn to talk in an affectionate tone. Pamansky has a very humorous uh, thing. He learned the hard way this, because again, his Shanari Shiny, he said he was in yeshiva. And, you know, when he learned with the Chavrusa, the way it, very often it is in yeshiva, it's combative, you know, it's loud, it's noisy. He says, oh, you don't know, why aren't you listening? And, uh, you know, uh, that's not what what the Gemara is saying. Read the words, you know, and, and they sometimes shout at each other or very strongly. And that's part of the process of learning. They're not fighting. Everyone with the Harusa knows that very often in the yeshiva world, and they're, they're best friends with their Harusa, but sometimes they would talk in this sharfa way to each other as they're learning the Gemaras, right? So what happened was, in Shanari Shaina, he didn't know better at the time, and his wife suggested, let's learn something together. And he said, sure, great idea. So they started learning together, and um, his wife, you know, basically learned a piece of whatever it is, and said, this is what she, he, she thought, what, what, what this uh, Safer is saying. And he said, Rabbi Pemensky says, come on, that, that's, that, you read the words. That's not what, what this person, what the Safer is saying. And then he looks up and sees she's crying. She's crying, and then she goes, as she's crying, why are you yelling at me? And he tried to explain, I'm not yelling at you. We're learning. This is the way we learn. 
you know, because in Chavrusashaft, this is what, you know, you're used to. You, you learn in that type of manner. But with a husband and wife, it's not like that. And just an Eitzetayva, by the way, because for many, many um, couples, it's really a beautiful thing if they both agree to learn together. Again, in some situations, it may not be always healthy if, if the, the wife feels a little tense uh, or, or the husband feels tense about it. And, you know, because they think you're trying to tell you yeah, you have to do this, you have to do that, whatever it is. But if you could work out a way where you could learn together in a calm, beautiful way, it's really a beautiful thing in a marriage. But when, when you decide to do so, though, you don't treat your wife like a harus in yeshiva and go back and forth with arguments and things like that. You have to do everything in an affectionate, soft tone, respectfully, with love. And you could do that even if you're learning, let's say, halachas. Let's say you're learning Sefer Chafetz Chaim together or some Hilcha Shabbos in uh, uh, from the Lamates Malachas, and you're doing that together. So it's not, uh, obviously, you're dealing with halacha and, and, or hashkafa, but it's not necessarily uh, talking about affectionate things, but it makes no difference. Even those type of things could be discussed in a very calm, affectionate way. And that applies when they're learning together, with the pies when they're talking about things, even if it's non-business, even if it's non-affectionate stuff, like we said, talking about finance and things like that. And um, it's important very much to speak softly and you work things out. And uh, that applies all the time, even when there is an issue to be discussed. So for example, if let's say your wife overspend and overdid it on the credit card. And you're about to blow up and you yell at her why you're overspending and, you know. So you have to realize that that's not the way to open up this subject, even if you have to. You open it up with a calmness, with a kindness. Because if you scream at her for overspending, then you have two problems on your hand. You have the etzim overspending issue, and then you have the arguments and the pain that's caused by the yelling because she's not your kid. And you can't treat her as such. And the truth is you shouldn't treat your kids this way either. So this is another important point about uh, affection. And uh, just to recap the two we talked in this year, one is affectionate touch, which is very, very important. And again, we talked in previous Yurim, the different views on whether non-sexual affectionate touch should be shown in front of the children or not. The ideas like this, there's opinions like this, there's opinions like that. I'm not going to get into it. I respect both sides of the issue. I understand it. We talked about that even if there is no physical, uh, even non-sexual physical touch between husband and wife, if you're in that culture, you still have to make sure that there is a sense of respect and love that the children see openly between a husband and wife, even if they choose not to have any physical touch in their presence. But when you're not, in, even with, with those cultures who do that, who abstain from physical contact in front of children, it's still very important to have that non, non-sexual, physical, affectional touch between the two when the children are not, are not present. It's very important. So one is affectionate touch, and the second one is the affectionate tone, which is very important to express and to verbalize no matter what, uh, no matter what you're talking about, to always use that calm, soft tone when you're learning together or talking even about finances or issues or problems, 
uh, that are not romantic, that are not affectionate type subject matter, but you still talk in an affectionate, warm tone. Have a wonderful day.